Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Careful making wishes in the dark, dark, can't be so Hey, I'm Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh the Los Angeles Angels and 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the All Angels Podcast. I am Dallin Garcia. And on this special episode, we are joined by the AL Rookie of the Month for the month of September, Jared Walsh. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Just appreciate you guys having me on and looking forward to talking a little bit of baseball. Awesome. So let's start there. AL Rookie of the Month for the month of September. How does that feel when someone tells you that? You know, it's pretty exciting. I don't generally win a ton of awards. I'm So far in my career, I've kind of flown under the radar a little bit. So, you know, anytime that other people are noticing that you're playing well, it's pretty exciting. So, I was happy with it. Try not to get too wrapped up in it, but it, it is very exciting, especially, you know, the way the season started off. Yeah, so let's let's talk about the season started. Um, so you did come out and say that you had COVID at the beginning of uh, or before summer camp. Um, how was that for you going through that? You know, uh, the symptoms for me weren't too terrible. And, you know, I try to, you know, I'm aware that other people have really struggled with it and a lot of people have lost their lives. So it's not something I want to downplay. But, um, you know, for me, I had a few days of symptoms, but it wasn't as bad as like some guys like Freddie Freeman said it was pretty excruciating, but more so just kind of laying around for about three to four weeks and didn't really get to go out and work out or hit baseballs or field ground balls or any of that. So it really felt like it caught up to me when I showed up to summer camp. So, you know, obviously you mentioned what, what uh, Freddie Freeman said about it and his symptoms and how it was kind of different than yours. Was there any thought at all of opting out of the season because of what you went through? Absolutely not. I worked, I worked extremely hard. I was out in Phoenix during quarantine. So as much work as I put in, I had to see if it was going to amount to anything. I couldn't you know the thought of opting out never really crossed my mind personally. So coming into this season, this this sixty game sprint, if you will, um, you know you weren't planning on pitching because I believe of a, a setback you had in, in the original spring training. Is that correct? That is correct. So did you now going into the summer camp and you you get over COVID, you're, you're in there. Did your mentality switch at all to just a hundred percent offense and and working on your you know taking like you said taking ground balls and stuff like that? Did that? Did that help not having that extra thing on your on your mind? Uh, yeah, I would say a little. But, you know, what I usually say about the pitching is I've always kind of thought of myself as more of a hitter and just a guy who can help out the bullpen. I'm not okay. going to be 
probably starting any game sevens of the World Series <laughs> or closing out too many games. So, you know, I really have enjoyed the pitching every time I've gotten to do it. But, I mean, to answer your question, no doubt about it. I was 100% hitter when I showed up to summer camp. But usually the pitching, I don't – I just – try to play catch with some intent and throw bullpens here or there, but I definitely don't work as much on the pitching as the guys who do it on a daily basis. So now having the, the offensive explosion you had towards the end of the year, is there a, 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 a like, what's your thought process now? Do you want to still con- continue to do the pitching or do you feel like, wow, when I put my mind to this a hundred percent, look at the results I'm getting. You know, I don't totally know the answer to that question. I think it kind of depends on the structure of the team and, and how I'm needed because, you know, I'm sitting here watching these playoff games and would really love the opportunity to play in October. So whatever the team needs, I'm going to be willing to do. I think, you know, with a new front office coming in, um, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they approach it. But I, I'm kind of up for any suggestions. But like I said, I mean, it's really, you know, get the angels back and be a part of a winning team and play meaningful baseball in October. So you come up originally during the year late in July. Um, that doesn't go exactly the way you wanted to. Then you get uh, sent down to the, uh, to long beach uh, beginning of August. What was your mindset when you got sent back down? Was there something that you wanted to work on specifically to come back or what was your thought process when you went down again? You know, to be totally honest, I kind of thought at that point um, I, I probably wasn't going to get called back up just because it was a really weird season, and you know, it's just it's just tough. You don't know what's going to happen with COVID, so I had kind of told myself, you know what, even if I don't get called up, that's fine. Just you know, go about it and set yourself up for the future, and you know, let them know that you're still a good hitter. But I, I did change some mechanical things while I was down there, and I think that mindset of not worrying about if I was getting called up is really kind of what set me free from not necessarily looking over my shoulder and worrying about, you know, getting an opportunity, you know, not looking over my shoulder and worrying about, you know, who's doing what and just, just trying to become a better baseball player every day. So I'm guessing then when you got the call up um, later that month in August, that had to be a surprise to you then. Yeah, it was a little. Um, I had really been swinging the bat well. When I first got down to Long Beach, I was struggling pretty bad. And then I had pieced together about three or four really solid games in a row. So when they told me, I I was a little bit surprised, but also I wasn't completely shocked by that either, you know? Yeah, and, and that, that whole Long Beach thing is a whole different thing with the COVID. Like, usually, okay, you get sent down, you go down to Salt Lake, and you play in competitive games um, to try to get your timing back or whatever. But going down to, to, to Long Beach, and the people you're, the only people you're seeing down there are, are teammates or, or, you know, minor leaguer guys um, that are probably maybe a couple of levels below you. How different was it to try to work on things when you're not in a competitive game every day? I mean, you completely hit the nail on the head. That was that was something that I think is understated because, you know, when you're in that, even in AAA, you're playing against other teams with fans and stands and you have scouting reports and all that stuff. At Long Beach, it was kind of just, you know, you're facing a guy who might have been in high A last year or he could have been one of your teammates in AAA or whatever. But, you know, I don't think you necessarily have that edge that you have when you're facing a guy from another team who you know is trying to really you know, strike out or whatever it may be. So that you had to really bring it, bring your A game mentally. And that was something that, 
initially I struggled with, but over time I felt like once I got a grasp of that, I was I was able to put together some better at bats and get called back up. So yes, you get called back up at the end of August. Uh, I believe your first game was the twenty eighth, um, and then you just absolutely exploded. Um, you know, I, I, we, like we mentioned at the beginning of of the podcast, you you're AL Rookie of the Month for September. I don't know necessarily if you know your numbers offhand for that month, but you know, you batted three thirty seven, was slugging uh, seven forty four, but you also hit nine home runs and twenty six RBIs, and I just kind of extrapolated it to a 162-game season, knowing, you know, baseball streaks are, are <laughs> high and low, and, and it's yeah. not realistic for it to happen that way. But if you did, if you put it over 162 games, do you have any idea how many home runs or RBIs you would have been, like, on pace for? I have no idea, but, you know, like you said, that's probably not the most realistic thing, but it would be cool to kind of dream on those numbers. So I, I actually did it. If, the, if that month carried over for a whole 162 games, you would have hit 67 home runs and, a, and would have hit in 192 RBIs. I think that helps put into <laughs> help. Yeah, I mean, I that's say. how crazy that month was. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really exciting. You know, uh, I thought the coolest part was, you know, kind of being in a chase. I mean, we didn't put ourselves in the best position, uh, position early in the season, but you know, I was super excited to be a part of some uh, meaningful baseball down the stretch. How does that feel, though, when you are, I, I believe you set the record for a rookie as far as uh, RBIs in a run and, and the most and consistently like game streak. When you hear this kind of stuff or you hear this and that and you're, and you're in the middle of it. Yeah. When you're in the middle of it, you probably can't really think about it. Cause, but now that you can take yourself away from it and just kind of look back at it and not have to worry about a game tomorrow. How does you know how crazy is that? I'm you know I agree. I think that it's uh, something that you kind of wait till after the season to think about. But I think it was more so just kind of proving to myself, okay, I can play at this level. Um, you know, try to be consistent as I can on a day to day basis. But I felt like I put up good numbers in the minor leagues, and once I finally got a fairly consistent opportunity, I did some damage at the big league level. So that was kind of the biggest thing for me. You know, the accolades are cool, but more so on a day-to-day basis. Just hitting big league pitching is something that I was really happy with for the month of September. So you're going in, you know, you'd have the month you are. There's, There's no fans in the stands. There's not, you know, how... There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. 
Need to hire? You need Indeed. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend J.J. Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the Three offers unprecedented access to the league. Tommy and J.J. discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. How do you keep your edge during that because I mean you hit some of those home runs in key situations or, or get RBIs in key situations if if 
it was a regular season, that place would have been going crazy. Like, how? But how do you keep your edge and keep kind of that adrenaline rush when there's not that kind of extra push um, when you do something great like that? I think it kind of goes back to all the hard work that you've put in the past. You know, you're waking up in the morning in November and going hitting the weights and doing those things just so it manifests like it did in September. So it's more so for me, the preparation was huge. The fans in the stands cheering is awesome, but you know, either way I'm fine with it. As long as I'm out on the field getting a chance to play, that was, that was the main thing for me. So when you're on a streak, like you, like you were, what's different is like, you know, you always hear the cliche, like, Oh, the ball looks like a beach ball to him, but there's no way he can miss. Like what, what's going through your mind that's different than when, you know, maybe you've had time in the majors in the past and struggled to now where it's just everything's clicking on all cylinders. Um, the biggest difference prior to my early at bats was just timing. I was on time and, you know, you watch these games, you watch the Rays pitchers and the Astros. These guys are throwing 95 to a hundred miles an hour. So if you're not on time to hit a fastball, it's going to be tough. So the biggest difference was just being on, trying to be on time every single at bat for the guy's best fastball. And then after that, it kind of gave me the opportunity to slow down and adjust if I saw off speed. So now you had this great month. The season's over. And kind of like you mentioned, um, it didn't end the way that, you know, the Angels uh, players and obviously the fans wanted to. But now going into the offseason, what what are your plans for the offseason, uh, you know, as far as personally taking a break? How, how does your offseason work with not only COVID kind of still limiting what people can do with certain things, but also knowing that, you know, you made an imprint on not only fans, but obviously the higher ups in the Angels organization. Um, I took about two weeks off to start the off season. And then I started doing just little minor stuff. I have a rowing machine in my house in Georgia. So been doing that just to kind of stay in shape for about 30 minutes but for the most part spend time with my family watch the Steelers play (laughs) watch some UGA football games but outside of that just you know get in shape and and work on my swing work on my pitch selection and just try to become a better player every year that's the main thing that I want to focus on is I feel like every year the league kind of gives you a blueprint of what you did well and what you did bad so you know I I figured out some things that I did well, but I also am aware of a lot of things I need to work on. Again, Jared, uh, I want to thank you so much for taking some time out and, and chatting with me. Um, hopefully we'll see you in Tempe and hopefully they'll have fans there and we can see you in person. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. You might not be able to get to the game at all this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, divisions, and championship futures now. Head to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom 
Beard & Brewing carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Our partners at Manscaped are forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor that powers a 360-degree rotor dual blade system. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience and is waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning. The only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts for up to 90 minutes of use. Have you ever pulled out your nose hair with your fingers? That might hurt worse than nicking your balls. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to delivering maximum comfort while providing hygiene. Yes, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's right. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code armchair. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. I want to thank Jerry Walsh for taking some time uh, chatting with me after a huge September. And hopefully that is a, um, a glimpse of things that come next year in the 2021 season. I think, honestly, uh, you know, if he gets more at reps at first base, um, you know, I guess you're going to have to kind of split him time with Albert. But um, it seems like any other time. Albert is DHing. He is going to be the perfect fit at that first base and something that the Angels have been needing for a long time, a power hitting first baseman that, um, you know, can move a little bit too. I think that's kind of one of the sneaky things about him. He can move pretty well for a first baseman. Definitely better than, um, Albert has, uh, the last couple of years. So again, big things. Hopefully we can see it from him next year. Uh, but that that September, like I said in in the interview, it was just a huge, huge September for Jared. But um, again, I can't wait to see him. Hopefully, in Tempe, if everything is you know kind of kind of normal. But another thing I want to mention: if you follow us on our Instagram and Twitter at Halo underscore Haven, you saw uh, last weekend. Um, us, uh, me and the guys, we went out to Santa Monica to see uh, the Tyler Skaggs Memorial uh, painting and, and, and meet up with Carly and give them the check, give her the check for the Tyler Skaggs Foundation um, that, you know, we we uh, got the money for the strikeout per uh, dollar per strikeout that we were tracking all year long. And it was really cool to finally 
see her uh, to physically give over that check. Um, you know, even ceremoniously as it is, it, it was still really cool to, to see her and, and talk to her, um, not just, you know, over text messages or, or DMs or anything like that, but to finally uh, see her face to face, talk about what the foundation means to her and how it helps Tyler's um, name live on and, and just, you know, I know this is a tough time for a lot of people going on right now with their, with COVID and everything, but um, Johnny and myself uh, have been lucky enough not to miss any work during this time. Um, if you're in that same situation, I, you know, I, I ask you, please donate to TylerScagFoundation.org. Um, a straight up uh, a donation, $5, $10, whatever, uh, or merchandise. Obviously, you saw, if you've seen the photo of, of us, me and the guys, um, we're wearing, or Johnny and myself are wearing the Tyler Skaggs shirt. Um, any little bit helps. And talking to Carly about it last weekend, it means so much to her. She truly appreciates every um, cent that people are willing to donate to help that foundation. And, you know, you see, you see it, you hear it, you see it in text message and, and you know, it means something, but to actually hear from her, um, it, it, it meant something more. So again, um, if you find your way to donate money, please, 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 um, Go to TylerScaggsFoundation.org and um, donate what you can. I know it's a hard time, but anything you can will definitely be greatly appreciated. So as far as uh, this episode, this is going to wrap up this episode. And again, um, keep track of our Instagram and our Twitter feed. We will be posting when new interviews and new podcasts will be coming out. Uh, again, Halo underscore Haven. Any uh, comment, concerns, ideas for the off season, please let us know at allangelspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's allangelspodcast at gmail.com. We're going to continue to try to pump out more and more interviews, uh, more and more episodes as uh, we talk to people, we talk to uh, players, we talk to people like Gooby, people in the media. Um, the more we talk to them, the more information we're going to get, and hopefully we can pass it on to you, especially with the trade deadline, uh, trade deadline, the free agency coming around the corner, and obviously um, finding the new GM of the Angels. That's something that's going to be huge coming up in the next month or so. Um, haven't heard anything about the winter meetings. I from what I've unofficially heard that they're not going to happen this year. Um, main reason is obviously the COVID and trying to get everyone into a, uh, um, hotel lobby like that isn't probably the best look for baseball, regardless of how you feel about it. But the perception is probably isn't good. And honestly, from people that I've talked to, everything around that time gets, gets, you know, worked out through text messages and phone calls and stuff like that. And if there is someone truly, truly interested in a player, um, you know, they fly him out and meet him face to face that way. Um, but the owners meeting, the winter meeting, winter meetings, you only used to work before text messages and phones were really available. But now that everyone is, is hooked up to the internet or hooked up to one way or the other, there's really no need. So, um, might be no winter meetings, but either way, we will be here to keep you updated on all the moves the Angels make, player-related and obviously front office-related. So I am Daniel Garcia, and thank you for listening to another edition of the All Angels Podcast. Podcast.